The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Good morning, America. <laughs> Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liber- liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTUV, WXYZ people, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. It's and a tall old tree and a strong old tree, and we are the sons. Something has obviously happened uh, on my radio end because. Um, my playlist was gone this morning, and I didn't even think to check that things had been changed. So I apologize for that. That's my fault. I should have checked it. Uh, it's been just fine for weeks. Anyway, coming to you live here from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. I'm the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com for our Muslim friends. I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here this morning. Um, should be a pretty informative show, Okay. Uh, and I hope informative towards action. So we're going to get on to that in just a moment. If you'd like to watch the video portion of the show, you can do so. Head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. You can catch us right there. Scroll down on the right, and we are playing live. Also, you can catch that on my Twitter account at FPPTim, FPPTim on Twitter. That's tied to my Periscope account on setting brush fires. And we're also on Facebook, Radley Dean SOL. YouTube channel is Dean Sons of Liberty. Beforeitsnews.com, we're right there on the front of the page. And DLive.tv at The Sons of Liberty, we're there as well. Finally, uh, Spreely Gab, MeWe Minds, and USA.life, if you want to catch us over there, you can do so at Sons of Liberty or Sons of Liberty Media. And uh, as always, guys, look, we are being censored. You're seeing these big tech co- uh, executives go up on Capitol Hill and give their testimony about how they're not censoring us. It's not true. It's just not true. They are doing it. They are censoring us. And they're censoring people who give vital health information in this time under the lies of COVID-19 and coronavirus. All right? They are censoring those people too. And so we need your help. The more of you who share, the more of you who comment, the more of you who like the things on social media, our videos and and the radio show and things of that nature, the more this gets out. This is why I don't turn away the trolls. If the trolls want to come in uh, with their political propaganda to uphold their political idol wearing their political jersey, hey, more power to you because you're just helping us out. So we want to do that. We want to have that out. Yeah, I I know a lot of people are getting it, Jimmy, uh, the high wire too. And and Dale Bigtree, we're trying to get Dale on the show, by the way. Uh, Some of these guys are a little more difficult than others. 
but I do have a contact with him and uh, who's supposed to pass my information along. So we'll, we'll see how that works out. I don't know. In any case, the, today what I wanted to do was I wanted to help some of you. Because in the past, I've had friends who, you know, for the sake of their family, you know, their family were giving them a hard time about not wearing a mask out. You know, oh, it's dangerous and this, that, and the other. I wanted to give you some encouragement first from people who do it, right? I mean, I could sit here and go out with my phone like some of these guys do, and maybe I should do it. I just don't think about doing stuff like that. I don't think about making a spectacle of myself not wearing a mask at just seems very natural not to wear a mask out in public. Doesn't it seem natural to you? But for more people, it's becoming more and more natural. They're sticking them on their kids. They're doing all these kinds of things. And yet, the law protects you. If you're doing it because you're scared, oh, they're going to make a scene of me at the local Walmart or the supermarket or whatever. The law protects you in that. Okay? It does. And I'm going to show you the law here in just a little bit. But, I thought what I would do is, is I would touch on a few things. Now, the, the one thing that I want to do is, uh, before I get to the main course, if you will, I want to play you a couple of videos, okay? Four videos, in fact. And those of you who are um, listening by Red State Talk Radio, you're going to hear the audio interaction, Okay. And they're short videos. I think the longest one is like two minutes. The rest of them are, you know, a little over a minute, right? So I want to play a couple of these for you and um, and let you see how these people handled the local Walmart that they're at. These, these are four videos just about the local Walmart. Now, Walmart, like Kroger and Lowe's and Home Depot and a lot of these corporations have imposed mass mandates, and so have small businesses. I told you um, about my, my my wife and my son going to Habitat for Humanity, and they told my son they, they couldn't come in unless they had a mask on, and, and my son wasn't allowed because he wasn't 16, which was kind of strange to me. I'd never heard that before. I didn't know that they were serving something that 16-year-olds couldn't buy. That was very strange to me. But anyway, um, he was there with his mom. I don't know what the problem would have been. Anyway, uh, imposing these kinds of mask mandates, their policy, if you will. Well, their policy is against the law if they try to enforce it, okay? I'm going to read you the law in a little bit. Saving that, that's really the bombshell that you can use. And you guys remember when we bought Patrick Wood on. If you didn't catch that show, we'll have that in the archive. And Patrick was giving just the little cards that people could carry with them to inform uh, about HIPAA laws. Well, we're going to talk about the Civil Rights Act and bringing that into play, Okay. But here we are. This is one of four videos I'm going to play from Walmart. Okay, hang on. Here it comes. Here's the guy getting ready to go into the Walmart. Boy, he started filming really early. I should have sped this up a little bit, but I guess he's getting everything he's he's got going on here. And they have their little mask. Hey, good. How are you? We do require face masks now. Okay. Because uh, I was talking to your corporate, and they said they do allow for uh, exceptions because I have a yes, medical sir. exemption. Yes, sir. Okay. Of course. Is that good? Yep. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate oh, look it. how easy that was. See, folks? It's a scam. The, the mask thing is a scam just like the COVID <laughs> stuff. It's a scam. We require it. Oh, I have an exemption. Okay. Just go around here. 
<laughs> That's crazy. Absolutely crazy. All right, so he's going in, and as he's going by all these people wearing masks, well, he wears not one. And then he's got a couple of people who have it, a couple of people who don't. All the employees have them on, though, don't they? Like good little subjects, they have a lot. Nobody's preparing food in here. Okay, so he goes in the bathroom there. You can see what went on there. Okay, so that's the first one. Here's the second one. All right, hang on. Here it comes. So we're at Walmart in where are we? Boonville, Missouri. And we're total strangers. And look, we have we have actual faces. Right? Yes. <laughs> and now we're criminals because we just touched your hand. So, and we're not six feet apart. Right. So, so, so what's your name? Brandy, Brandy. Green. Brandy Green. Mm -hmm. And you're in Boonville. Are you from here? Nope. I'm okay. from Pilot Grove. Okay. So you go to this Walmart and um, it's your first time in here without yep. a what? Mask. Okay. You don't want to wear a face diaper? No. No, not at all. And, and how was it? How was it your experience when you came in? It was easy. I just told them I had a health issue and they said okay. Because they can't ask you what you have. Right. Because of HIPAA. Uh -huh. So here I am doing what I want to do. It's America. Amen. And have you had any experience in any other chain stores, big box stores? Um, no. Besides this one? is my first one. Uh, and right. our local stores in our town, yeah. they said that they wouldn't make us wear a mask. Mm -hmm. um, but I found out yesterday that they're trying to enforce it. So I just, I'm going to say the same thing everywhere I go. Good. My so this, health is that I need fresh air. <laughs> right, exactly. So, so this is our test run. I had a very easy time at Walmart, and so did you. So we're just sharing this with people to let them know. And yep. Thanks, Brandy. It was nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. I love your smiling face. Oh, thanks. A normal, normal person. <laughs> yep. Yours All right. Too. So now they're exchanging their, their little bye-byes. And it was great. It was great to see people out doing that, okay? And uh, as somebody... In the chat room. Yeah, Chris. I know. As Kate said, she has an exemption. She needs to breathe. She doesn't have gills. Exactly right. This is, it's absolutely ridiculous. All right. Now this guy, um, he's, this guy's a trip too. Uh, same, I think it's the same Walmart the guy is filming at. And uh, take a listen to this guy. All right. So we're here still in Boonville Walmart. And here we have an unmasked criminal, supposedly. What? What's your name, sir? Brandon. And what just happened? I, I, I witnessed this hostile exchange between a fat Walmart greeter and yourself. What happened right there? Uh, basically, she asked me where my mask was, and I do not have one, and I will not wear one. But if, let's say, let's roll before this pandemic deal, I ride a motorcycle. Yeah. And if I came in with my bandana covering my face, they would automatically make me take it off. Right. Before this COVID-19 joke yeah. shit. But, um, yeah. I refuse to wear one, and I will continue not to wear a face mask. But the the exchange I had was very pleasant. I'm going to post that later. But the one that I saw with you and your girlfriend is amazing. Why is she so? What did she say to you anyway? Basically, like, why don't I have a face mask on? And I said, I don't want to wear one. She says, Okay. I said, Right here it says your store policy. The customer refuses not to wear one. Continue to let them shop. Uh -huh. So I'm going to continue to shop. Did she tell you, or did I misunderstand? Did she tell you you could be fined for that? Is that not what she said? Yes, in Columbia, 20 okay. miles down the highway, uh -huh. they, they put a city ordinance out that you could be fined, and I told her that I would wipe my ass with the ticket. <laughs> I mean, okay, uh -huh. it's, so, it's, this is ridiculous. It is. And where do you see this going from here? 
Where do you see this headed? Communism, man. Yeah. Socialism. Uh-huh. You know, uh, forcing you to do something against one's will, and I'm not with that. And I'm sure you know all the studies say it's very bad for oh, you. Yeah. It's like wearing a petri dish on your face, a face timer. Yes. 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 Yeah, it can cause respiratory problems in the I, future. And I'm not wearing one. And in Missouri here, what do you think the percentage of people who are insane versus normal? Like, what percentage do not stand for them? Half. Half and half? Oh, yeah, yeah. Really? Half. Yeah. You're not going to get the vaccine, right? Uh, no. <laughs> no. 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 Absolutely not. Anything else you want to say? No. That's it, man. All right. Take care. Hey, nice to you. Do, do that again. There you go. All Take right. care. God bless. There's, there's the next guy, and he's gone. And I got one more for you before I get to the main event here. Uh, this is Aaron. Okay. So Aaron's up next, and here he comes. Okay. So we're in Walmart, and where are we? Missouri somewhere. Missouri. Boonville, Missouri. And what's your name? Aaron. Aaron, tell me, you went in here to Walmart, and they have this new policy. And what happened? I got in, no problem. Talk a little louder because it's outside. I got in with no problem. What did you tell him? Uh, I have a uh, breathing disorder. Uh-huh. You like fresh air, basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If I wear a mask, I have a breathing disorder. Right. And tell tell me what you think about all this. So you are you were saying a minute ago that you just... I'm pro-American. Mm-hmm. I uh, support our Second Amendment rights, our freedoms. I uh, feel it's very important to us. Yeah. And so you're not going to just submit to these insane rules that are based on nothing? I don't plan to. Uh-huh. I, I won't go down easy. Right. That's, um, I, I stand for America. Uh-huh. And the percentage of people in this in your community that are wearing the mask and that are not, do you have an idea? Uh, none except at Walmart. Huh? None except at Walmart. Oh. Well, let's say 10% around... Boonville uh-huh. wear masks. Oh, only 10%? In other stores. Okay. Except here. Uh-huh. Here they, uh, here everybody caves under the fear. Uh-huh. You know? And how did you hear that you did not have to wear a mask? How did you hear about that? Well, uh, friends, um, you know, good news spreads quick. Yeah, yeah. You know? Uh-huh. Anything else you'd like to say in closing? Um, stand strong on your beliefs. Amen. S- stick to what you believe. Yeah. We... I don't know. If we give up, we'll never get back our freedom again. Right, right, right. And Cass, how old you are? 23. Good job. What's your name again? Aaron. Yeah, good job, Aaron. God bless you. Thank you. All right, so there is a millennial who's who's taking the stand, and he understands what's at stake here. Now, a lot of you may be listening, and you may be saying, well, what's the big deal, Tim? It's just, I mean, it's looking out for other people, and it's only while you're in there shopping. See, this is part of the tie with fascism. These corporations are those getting some of the bailout money. They're looking to bail some of these people out with it anyway. Some of your money that they're going to put on your back is debt. Okay? And uh, Jerry still hasn't woken up. He, he, still, <laughs> he still has a problem there. Um, Jerry, I wonder if you could uh, explain to us, since uh, the president has a plan, he's the man with the plan, I wonder, why you can, I wonder if you can explain to us how he's the one who backed the guidelines that all of these governors, Democrat and Republican, are imposing in their states. Now, I wonder if you can explain to us why Dr. Fauci continues to work for the NIH under the executive branch. I wonder if you can explain to us how he continues to speak forth policy for people 
and he wasn't even elected. I wonder if you can explain how that's going to be dealt with. What is the plan there, Jerry? Are you just trusting Q? Is that is that what you're doing? Anyway, yeah, gotta gotta bait the trolls coming in. <laughs> just gotta bait them. All right, so let me lead to a bigger one. Now, this one I'm going to set up. This is Nathan Roberts. He's uh, at a Kroger, okay, in Georgia, Gainesville, Georgia. And they have a mask policy, you know, that you, that you have to put this on. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've got some great people in the chat room today. Appreciate all your support, guys. Um, we, this guy comes from uh, Gainesville, Georgia at the Kroger there, where they just put in these policies of mandatory masks, okay? And again, this is Nathan Roberts. Now, I set this up because... Lord willing, from what I understand, we're going to have him on the Sons of Liberty afternoon show. Um, You'll be able to catch that on GCN at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and then on Before It's News and all the places that I mentioned. Anyway, uh, I'll be doing the show then for Bradley, Lord willing, and we're going to have Nathan on tomorrow to talk about his experiences and what he's done here. But let me give you um, Nathan. Now, this runs a little bit longer, so bear with me, but I think you're going to find it informative and I think you'll see him lead by example, okay, in how he speaks to the people and how he conducts himself there and how he educates even the mass gatekeeper, if you will, there at Kroger. All right, here is Nathan. Whoops. You're not legal. I just, uh, I just lost the thing. Sorry about that. Uh, one more time. Here we go. You're not legal. Don't have a man. You don't know the law, so enjoy your shopping. Hey guys, Nathan Roberts here. I'm at Kroger in Gainesville, Georgia, and they just implemented the so-called mandate for masks. And I want to go find out: is it as uh, required and as scary as they make it seem? Like they're not going to let you in the store? Are they not going to provide you service? Are they not going to let you check out? So I want to check this out. I also want to look at their signage and see what does it say versus what does the what does the actual policy say? And what do the employees tell me? And then also, if I need to, I'm going to discuss with them the Civil Rights Act of 1964, Title II and Title VII. Title II gives protection to anyone going into a place of public accommodation, that including a grocery store, a restaurant, a theater, entertainment, business. Any of it that's, that's opened to the public for public accommodation has got to abide by the Civil Rights Act of 1964, not to discriminate based on many different things, including religion. And religion, meaning that if you, for your religious conviction, believe that you shouldn't be wearing a mask, that's all you have to have is that conviction. You don't have to open up your Bible, show uh, scripture or anything. But let me go check this out. Let's take a look at the signage. Stop. Masks required. To stop the spread of the virus, Kroger requires all customers and associates to wear a mask while in our stores. Thank you for shopping with us today. Do you feel sick? Now, is this the truth? They say this with a big... Sign, but just like Kohl's, they said it's required, but when you go in, you talk to the manager, store manager, they're like, hey, we cannot discriminate based upon religion, your health, medical conditions you may have, or maybe even up to an age requirement. So I'm going to check and see what what's the policy versus what the signage says. What's your responsibility here? When we come, when I come in as a customer, then what happens? And what if I say I don't want a mask? So, I get a mask. Okay. <laughs> You're not legal. You don't have a man's phone. You don't know the law, so 
Enjoy your shopping. Enjoy your shopping. You don't know the law. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you're a sheeple. Sheeple, absolutely. Sheeple I love people. that. That's right. That's, yeah, what, that's the absolutely. face she has. You don't understand the law. You go enjoy your shopping. So am I the first person that said, hey, I'm not yeah. going to... Yeah. And you guys have been doing this for what, two days now? No, just today. Just today, okay. They don't have a problem with you. Yeah, you just you just do what everyone else does, right? Get in line. You have to think about your rights as well. Yeah, and I think that that's that's something that people are not considering. Correct. Yeah, their rights. That's right. And that's what I was going to explain to the manager. Alright, so so today it's the mask. Yeah. Tomorrow it's the vaccine. No. You don't believe that? No. Alright, do you believe the Bible at all? I do. Okay. But so Revelation. Don't, don't reference it too, like, I don't think this is because they have like wearing a mask today. Oh, go get a shot tomorrow. It's no. well it's the principle of the thing. It's a slow it's like okay, so if you're gonna boil a frog, and I'm not a proponent of boiling frogs. But if you were going to boil a frog, would you do it really fast or would you do it really slow? Has anyone come in not wearing a mask and then and then said, I have a medical condition? And then they yeah. just go through? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's part of the point. We're not trying to put anyone in danger. Like, right. That's what you're not comprehending. Like, if you come in, you got abs or anything like that, open your front. We're not going to. You have to put it on like roof. Like, no. Okay. Does it have. Have they trained you at all or said that, you know, if you have a religious reason for not wearing it, then you don't have to wear it? Have they trained you on that? Religious? No. Uh-huh. Okay. So, so Walmart has implemented that pr procedure. And I started thinking, like, why is it that Walmart, like the big box retailer, is doing that? So I looked up the law and I found out the reason why. Kohl's is doing the same. But what you have to realize is, like... This is just started. You know, it's gonna take time to get everything figured. Well, that's why I'm that's why I'm here today because I'm trying to clear the path for people who have a religious reason for not wearing one, and it requires education, right? So that's why I'm documenting this, and I'm I've got a YouTube channel, so I may use some of this for that purpose to educate people. So know your rights, know your freedoms, and if you don't want to surrender them or you have a reason to not actually wear a mask, whatever that may be hear those reasons, you know? I get what you're saying, but it's, it's really not that big of a deal, though. But see, not, like, <laughs> for some people it's not. If it wasn't for, like, the journalism, would you be doing it? Like, if, would you? If what? If it wasn't for you writing this little thing, doing your little video, like, would, it, would you be doing it? Would I be wearing a mask? No, yeah, like, would you just come in, get the groceries, and leave? I, uh, no, because, see, this is the thing about it. Um, have you researched socialism and communism at all? Okay. So, so the thing that I'm concerned with is that if people don't recognize what freedoms they have here, they will be completely gone because they won't even know what freedoms they had. So, you know, even if it's so. Hey, how's it going? I'm just here documenting your guys' store policy for face masks. So I, I uh, came in and I, I'm refusing the mask. Um, but I don't have a medical condition. Instead, my situation is I have a religious reason for why I do not wear masks. 
Um, do you guys discriminate against religious reasons for not wearing masks? We do not. Okay, so she didn't know that. And she's supposed to be... And I'm not blaming her. I'm not blaming her. You guys are videotaping me all over the place. So, well, this... I'm a journalist, so... Okay, so for religious reasons, so now you know, and I'm just saying is that people aren't educated. So people, so people need to be educated on the fact, especially if they're kind of being the gatekeeper for mask wearing, as to what the reasons are that they don't have to. And so for religious exemption or religious immunity, that's something that you may want to work on training your people here. I'm not blaming you. All right, guys. So as you just saw from the horse's mouth, the store manager at Kroger said that they do not discriminate against those with a religious belief that prevents or prohibits them from wearing a face mask covering. And that is not just Kroger. That also includes what I found. I went and asked myself. Ingalls, Publix, um, of course, Kroger. Uh, what else? Walmart, Lowe's and Home Depot, Kohl's. All of these big box retail stores and grocery stores, they all recognize the Civil Rights Act of 1964 as a religious exemption from not, or religious immunity from not having to wear a face mask covering. So I implore you, if you don't feel comfortable that you can use the medical condition or medical exemption, or you just prefer fighting from a religious standpoint, then please use that angle and it will work for your benefit. If it doesn't, you obviously have some recourses. You can take it to civil civil lawsuit. Um, you can take it to the, the Civil Rights Division of the Justice Department. So you can also file a formal complaint with them as well. If you don't want to be a sheeple like this lady, then I implore you to please learn your rights and cling to them because they are quickly eroding if we are not standing upon them and fighting for our rights. And if you feel better about having a document that details in a summary form of your rights to not wear a face mask covering due to your religious beliefs, in the video description below, a couple links, one for customers and one for employee that you can download. It's a one-page document for each one of them. As an employee, yes, that's right. As an employee, you have rights as well where you can have a religious immunity from wearing a face, face mask at your place of employment. That doesn't cover all places of employment, but many places of employment this does cover. So please read up on the law, study it, know it, and then exert your rights. God bless you guys. Please hit the thumbs up, share this message out, and uh, subscribe if you haven't done so. Peace. All right, there's Nathan and... Um... Again, we're going to see, Lord willing, we're going to have him on a show tomorrow afternoon, 3 p.m. Eastern time. You don't want to miss that. Um, but let me just highlight a couple of comments here before I go to the law here and move on to what this is going to lead to if you don't take a stand, okay? Nicole Klessler, I, I'm amazed. Um, I'm assuming, and I probably should pull it up as far as seeing what their profile is to make sure I'm in a proper age range, but age range, or whether it's just a fake profile for a troll, I don't know. But Nicole Klesser says, uh, and again, do you kiss your mother with this mouth, Nicole? Um, you know, when I was a kid, you got your mouth washed out with soap or using such language. Just wear the effing mask, people. You people are ridiculous. Anything to start drama. Uh, no, Nicole, it's about the law. That, that's number one. And number two, you're the very people that the millennial was talking about. You're giving up your liberty because you don't know what your rights are. You're like your president. You don't even know. What the Constitution says. You're one of those kind of people, okay? Then we have, um, let's see, Christopher Gicky Mori. 
Just wear a mask, you crybaby idiots. You're making a bug deal out of nothing, and you are making Americans look bad internationally. Yeah, that's what we're concerned about, Christopher. You're one of those little snowflakes that are concerned. I bet you primp yourself in the morning. You got the gel going on in your hair, and, and you take all that time on you because you're a little girly boy, okay? You're one of those kind of guys that worry about what you look like rather than how you stand. He goes on, we are being looked at with pity and disdain because of the ridiculous anti-mask nonsense. It's such a minor thing to make a huge deal of. You're embarrassing yourself. No, you're embarrassing yourself by being a little girly man. Submitting to the tyranny without even putting up a fight, man. That's what you're doing. That's not what we're doing. That's not what the majority of people in the chat room are doing. That's not what they're doing. That's not what we're doing by pointing it out. You see, when you get bullies on the block, the bully doesn't learn until somebody bloodies his nose, and then you know what happens? Nine times out of ten. What happens, guys? You guys ever had that bully in school? You ever had them on the playground? And they bully you, and they bully you, and they bully you. And finally, they always do it to a kid who's very quiet, who wants to just get along with everybody, and when you do that to somebody, see, Jim is one of those guys, too. Jim is one of those guys. Jim Farmer, he's one of those guys. He doesn't even know what a liberal is. <laughs> but he wouldn't know what communism is, either. Or Marxism, or socialism, or fascism. But here's the thing. You get that bully, and he picks on the kid. You know, the one that's always quiet. He looks like he's, he's little. Um, he gets easily picked on. And that guy's going to take it for so long, and then he's going to turn around, and he's going to punch the bully's lights out. And you know what happens after that? That bully gets brought down a step. And more than likely, nine times out of ten, every time I see it, or have seen it in my life, the bully and the kid he was bullying who just punched his lights out, they become best of friends. And it's not until we stand up to these people, whether they're politicians or whether they're corporations, and say, look... This is what the law says. And look, you saw with Nathan, you saw with these other people, the people were cool on the front lines, weren't they? You just approach them, you say, hey, I got any... I mean, one guy didn't even say he had, he had to use a religious exemption or anything like that. He just said, hey, you have an exemption? The guy said, go right on in. Well, then, if that is the case, what is the point of the policy of having masks? It's to get you to, it's to control you. It is to get you in the mindset that this is what they want. And the longer this goes on, they won't have to try to enforce it. It'll be all the little, hee hee hee, I'm going to get you my pretty lady that was on that video a minute, a minute ago, right? The sheeple that Nathan called her. They'll start coming after you. We've already seen some of that in some of the stores where somebody didn't have a mask on. They go attack them like a bunch of, like a pack of wolves. You better take the stand now. It's not such a small thing, guys. Those of you I named earlier, Gary, Nicole. It's not a small thing. It's a big thing. In fact, it's a big, it's a big step towards the next thing that I'm going to talk about in just a moment. Okay? But let me give you this. You saw that Nathan had the law up, okay? And we have those at sonsoflibertymedia.com. In fact, if you go over there right now, you can uh, check this out and you can print off these... Uh, complaint forms for the Justice Department if you need to do that, okay? All right. Um, <laughs> Jim is still following the Q-PSYOP. 
Brother, wake up, man. Wake up. Uh, Georgia man tests mass policies at Kroger and forums about the law, and this is what we need more of today. You can watch the video that I just played for you. And also, check out the law, okay? So this works for both employees and customers. Let me give you the customer one first. This comes from the law, folks, okay? And this is what we were talking about with Patrick Wood last week. According to Title II of H.R. 7152, a.k.a. the Civil Rights Act of 1964, quote, Section 202, all persons shall be entitled to be free at any establishment or place from discrimination or segregation of any kind on the ground of race, color, religion, or national origin. If, if such discrimination or segregation is on purports, is or purports to be required by any law, statute, ordinance, regulation, rule, or other, or, or order of a state or any agency or political subdivision thereof. Section 203, no person shall withhold, deny, or attempt to withhold or deny or deprive or attempt to deprive any person of any right or privileged, uh, privilege secured by Section 201 or 202 or B, intimidate, threaten, or coerce or attempt to att- intimidate, threaten, or coerce any person with the purpose of interfering with any right or privilege secured by Section 201 or 202, or C, punish or attempt to punish any person for exercising or attempting to exercise any right or privilege secured by Section 201 and 202. Okay, That's if you're a customer. You say, well, I work there. Remember we, we saw the guy go in in one of the videos, and as he was going in, you saw him go past the, uh, the employees there. You even saw the lady who's the gatekeeper at the Kroger um, you know, fanning herself. I, that just amazes me when it's hot. I mean, sometimes you can understand when it's cold. How many of you have put something over your mouth to kind of, because the air was so cold, it was hurting you kind of keep your hands up there so that you, you can breathe uh, some warm air right there. Um, and you do that momentarily. You don't do that all day, do you? You don't do that all day <clears throat> because you, you get used to it. But what about if you're an employee? What about if you're like one of those people at Walmart that are along the wall there, the lady that uh, Nathan was talking to in the Kroger? What if you're one of those guys? Well, law applies to you too. If you're an employee, according to Title Seven of H.R. 7152, a.k.a. the Civil Rights Act of 1964, here's what it says for you. Section 703, it shall be an unlawful employment practice for an employer to fail or refuse to hire or to discharge any individual or otherwise to discriminate against any individual with respect to his compensation, terms, conditions, or privileges of employment because of such individual's race, color, religion, sex, or national origin, or two, to limit, segregate, or classify his employees in any way which would deprive or tend to deprive any individual of employment opportunities or otherwise adversely affect his status as an employee because of such individual's race, color, religion, sex, or natural or national origin. And then D, it shall be an unlawful employment practice for any employer, labor organization, or joint labor management committee controlling apprenticeship or other training or retraining, including on-the-job training programs to discriminate against any individual because of his race, color, religion, sex, or national origin in admission to or employment in any program established to provide apprenticeship 
or other training. There you have it in a nutshell. Now, if you run into this where you're going into places, you can also head over to that same article and down at the bottom, here's what we've got. This is for, this is what you saw in the video with Nathan. This is for employees. Okay? It's a legal notice. And it's informing them of the law, which I just read you. And then you can see down here in the middle here, there is an incident report. You give the location, time, the name of the ones who are discriminating against you, the persons associated with it, um, and then you have to sign it. And then you can um, submit this online here to the Justice Department. It's not necessarily, I mean, these guys can't even deal with the big tech companies yet. Um, I'm, I'm not so sure that it's going to rise really up high, but the fact of the matter is you can bring this to bear upon those who are doing this. Uh, Crispy, there is the religion that says God is my protector. In fact, let me just give you that while we're uh, talking about this. Crispy says there's no religion that says you, you can't wear a mask. Well, why are you wearing a mask there, Crispy? Huh? Why, why, are you wearing, why, why are you wearing a mask? See, if I believe what the Bible says, for instance, um, let me bring this up here and I'll show you. If I believe what the Bible says, it says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I'll save the Lord. He's my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him will, I will trust. Surely He shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the... What? What is that word? What are those words there, Chris? Crispy? Huh? The perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers. Under his wings you shall take refuge. He shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor the destruction that lays waste at noonday. And then he goes on a little bit further down, and he talks about the fact that he's going to be protected in all kinds of ways. Verse 10, No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. So Crispy um a person who actually believes that, that is a religious belief. It doesn't matter if it's a mask, a helmet, a hazmat suit, or whatever. Now, people can wear them. I'm not against being prudent in some situations, but there's no reason to wear a mask all day, nor to go out shopping. In fact, all of the evidence shows us quite the contrary. And so who's the idiot here, Crispy? Who's the one putting on a face burqa? Who's doing that? That's you. That's you. You're doing that. So, yeah, I'll address those issues. This is a religious issue. And it's not just the mask, guys. See, this is the whole thing you're missing. They've imposed this essential, non-essential stuff. How does that work? I've already given you the fourth commandment. It isn't just about keeping the Sabbath day holy. It's six days you shall work. It's part of your worship towards God. And what does the First Amendment say? You can't make any law against the practice of your religion, right? Uh, so, yeah, this is very religious, and um, Crispy has no response. Why? Because he's a troll. But thank you for the comment, Crispy, because, again, you guys help us out. You have no idea when you leave comments uh, without any logic behind them. Okay, now, what I want to do is I want to go to the fact that this is, I mean, uh, this is moving in a a direction 
And some people think, oh, it's going to be gone by November 3rd. Maybe, maybe not. I think the momentum is there enough to where they, they're just not going to drop this. But that's just me. John Whitehead, um, who contributes over at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, he's a civil rights attorney out of Virginia, new article out yesterday said, One Nation Under House Arrest, How Do COVID-19 Mandates Impact Our Freedoms? All of you guys calling us idiots and uh, uh, whiny pants and all this other stuff, <laughs> you guys really need to read this. You need to see where all of this goes. Unless you're part of the wolves who are doing this, or you're just a sheeple. Probably just a sheeple from your comment. You'd rather go along to get along with the tyrants rather than oppose them. You are cowards. The Bible says cowards will not inherit the kingdom of God. And so I encourage you to repent and to be courageous as God commanded Joshua uh, when he went into the land. Be courageous. Don't turn to the left or the right. That means stick with the law. That's what he talked about. Remember, sons of liberty, stick to the law. We stick to biblical law. We stick to the constitutional law. And so this is what it's about. He quotes James Madison in this article. And uh, it's great because he gives you lots of examples of what's going on. James Madison said, It is proper to take alarm at the first experiment on our liberties. We hold this prudent jealousy to be the first duty of citizens and one of the noblest characteristics of the late revolution. So all of you guys who are jumping in here, um, like those I mentioned before, and you think mask wearing is not a big deal, just put it on. Um, the father of the Constitution said something quite different than you. I think I'll listen to a guy who actually dealt with fighting tyranny rather than some wimpy milk toast people with vulgar language. He said it is proper to take alarm at the first experiment on our liberties, or it would be an attack on them. We hold this prudent jealousy to be the first duty of citizens and one of the noblest characteristics of the late revolution. The free man in America did not wait till usurped power had strengthened itself by exercise and entangled the question in precedence. They saw all the consequences in principle, and they avoided the consequences by denying the principle. You get it? When you see the attack on your liberties, you are to take a stand then, not wait months down the road. You see, when this stuff came out, it should have been clear to everybody, even if you thought all of the numbers and all the hype was true. It should have been incumbent upon everybody to make decisions for themselves. If you wanted to wear a mask, fine, knock yourself out. If you wanted to stay home from work and risk losing your job over it, fine, you should have done that. If you wanted to open up your business and let people work who did and those who didn't, don't, and they could use up their sick days or the vacation, and then when they're out of that, they're going to have to determine whether or not they're going to work or not, you could do that. That would be a liberty. But instead, tyranny was imposed from mayors to governors, from guidelines given by our president. Yes, those guidelines came from Donald Trump. Did he? Was he the one that imposed them? No, this is where it, it's, it's so clever and where you're not seeing anything. And still, he hasn't, he hasn't done anything to open anything back up. 
This continues on. Why? Because people didn't stand up at the first place, in the first place. We were glad to see the people stand up in, in Michigan, weren't we? We were glad to see those guys doing what they did. And yet, it still took six, eight weeks for them to do that. This should have been happening like after the first week. We should have seen what was going on with essential, non-essential businesses. And you know what the shame is for us men? It took women getting in the national spotlight, taking the stand. Remember the lady down in Texas, Shelley Luther, threatened with seven days in jail, $7,000 fine. Lindsey Graham, not my treasonous senator from South Carolina, chick out there who had her salon in California. She was facing $14,000 in fines. A wife and a mother, both of them. And there were some men along the way doing it. We covered a guy out in Arizona and such who were making stands. But this should have been going on long before then. Now, where does this then lead us to? If we don't take a stand against this stuff, and if you're like me, I'm in rural South Carolina, for instance. I'm, I'm, I'm right on the line of North Carolina. And every time I go out at least once or twice a week, I see more and more of these people wearing these masks, and I'm like, what is wrong with you people? One, it's hot and humid. It's already hard to breathe when you go outside, and you're going to put this thing over your mouth? It just seems stupid. And then we have the employers forcing employees to wear these things. I wonder how the employers are going to be when they get hit with lawsuits due to respiratory problems caused by wearing the mask or heart conditions for, for wearing these kinds of things. <laughs> oh, yes, I, I get it. Your body, your choice. Look, I'm not going to make the same comparison for abortion. It is to short, short, uh, show out their, their hypocrites in the matter. Uh, but it's really not the same thing because what's destroyed in an abortion is not the woman's body. It's somebody else's. It's somebody else's body. Uh, real quickly, if you want to print these out, they are available. Those um, those things for the um, the things for uh, turning into the Department of Justice. They're on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Here's for the employees, and you can scroll right down under that, and you can print it out for customers. Uh, if you're a customer of a store and they try to deny you service, there's where you go. Just have that ready at hand. Most of the time, these people don't know any better, and they're just going to let you do what you got to do. So let me take this brief time at the end of the show here, or the last, I don't know what we got, about uh, eight minutes here, <clears throat> to tell you what's happening and what's going to come. I told you, you guys remember, and again, I'm not a prophet, a son of the prophet, but it's kind of like what James Madison said. You can see it coming as the principles introduced and the people take it in. We're supposed to oppose it because we do see the principle of liberty being attacked. One of the things that came out yesterday, Vice President Mike Pence, okay, he said he had great confidence, quote-unquote, in a coronavirus vaccine. The Trump administration insists that a vaccine will exist by the fall, by the fall, after it was announced that trials were entering their next phases earlier this week. All right, now let me just stop right there for just a second. I told you when, 
I, I don't have one of those boxes here, Eric, but I have read them. Um, there, there are some things on there, and people can read them on, on there anyway. But look at what goes on. We had Dr. Andrew Kaufman on. He talked about the, the pores there on the mass themselves. And something as small as a exosome, or what they're calling a virus, if it could be passed on, which it can't, if it could be passed on, it would easily go through those pores. It would be like a six-foot person going through a hundred-foot door. That was how he put it. So they don't stop anything. But on the issue of the vaccines, see, that's the next thing coming down the line. In a matter of months, not even years. And by the way, there, there's nothing that shows us, that proves. There is no study that actually proves, no scientific study that proves that a vaccine actually prevents anything. Nobody can prove it. They assume it, but they don't prove it. Okay? Yes, Stacy, I do some of that too. I buy things online too, but it's the principle of the matter. This is what we're this is what we're doing. Um okay, Judy, you got two people who didn't you know for a fact they died because they didn't wear a mask? Okay, Judy. All right. See, you're like the people pushing the vaccine stuff. And this is this is what I'm saying. So we have the Trump administration pushing through a vaccine, something that's never been proven to actually prevent anything, and yet has been proven and payouts made because people have been harmed in one way or another. Or killed. Okay? That's the facts, folks. That is the facts. And the FDA website lists all kinds of drugs that they have approved, of which millions of Americans have died while they were taking those drugs. So, you can believe your idol, and you can believe the media that you say you don't believe, America. And you can believe Dr. Fauci. Oh, wait a minute. You're being turned against Dr. Fauci, but who's putting him up? Who puts him up? Who gives him his place to speak? Mm-hmm. That guy. Who you're not you're not saying, hey, why don't you get rid of this guy? Why don't you bring some prosecution against those who perpetrated the fraud? In fact, why don't you bring some prosecution as Article 2, Section 3 says is what your job is as president? Make sure the laws are faithfully executed against those people you've said are traitors. Barack Obama, Barack Hussein Obama, Satoru Sabarka, Hillary Clinton, Eric Holder. All of these knuckleheads who were spying on the president's campaign. Why haven't we brought... Well, you just wait. John Durham's doing... Okay. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. It's been almost four years, folks. We gotta give him time, Tim. He's been attacked on every front. No, he's got people dealing with all that stuff. And he's had plenty of golf outings at our expense. Well, he gives up his salary to other people and uh, Yeah, you you're not understanding. You're pushing ten trillion dollars in debt since the man took office from legislation he signed with unconstitutional spending. And you can bet your bottom dollar <clears throat> this new NDAA is coming in with red flag laws attached to it, folks. That's right. That's going to come in. It's going to have red flag laws in it. And you can bet that Donald Trump is going to sign it and tell you, oh, we got to have this for the military. 
That's going to be the excuse. And then he's going to attack the military's rights with red flag laws. Uh-huh. Bet you didn't hear that in the mainstream media, did you? Going to have to do a show on that. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe I'll pull up the information and we'll do that show tomorrow. You guys who are supporting Donald Trump, you, you be sure to come on back. Help us out with that, okay? I'm just saying, we support Donald Trump where he follows the law. Where he doesn't, no. And he's given a track record of how he's doing that in the legislation that he signs. Real quickly, so Mike Pence believes they're going to have a vaccine in a matter of months, which normally takes two years, and we don't even know, I mean, none of them are safe. And that's why the the vaccine companies are kind of like a lot of the police departments. They have this immunity, and you can't sue them. But they have a payout mechanism for those that they decide that, oh, it would be, really be too bad if this story got out. So they pay the people under the table. And it's been quite a substantial amount of money. I think it's um, definitely seven figures. It might be eight, um, if I remember correctly. Actually, that would be that would be changed uh, bigger than that. That would be <laughs> that would be much bigger. I'm trying to do that math in my head. Eleven? I don't know how many figures it is. Billions uh, that have been paid out. Okay, so so there it is. Now, final thing is this. Just so you know. And I've got a short amount of time. I just want to read this. This is right out of the New England um, Journal of Medicine. Although state vaccination mandates are usually tied to school and daycare entry, that approach is not appropriate for SARS-CoV-2 because children won't be a high-risk, a high-priority group. In addition, state mandates should not be structured as compulsory vaccination, absolute requirements. Instead, noncompliance should incur a penalty. So it's going to manipulate you one way or the other. If you're not compliant, then here's what's going to happen. Nevertheless, because of the infectiousness and dangerousness of the virus, which they haven't proved in any way, they haven't proved that it's infectious, relatively substantive penalties could be justified, including employment suspension or stay-at-home orders for persons in designated high-priority groups who refuse vaccinations. Neither fines nor criminal penalties should be used, however, Fines disadvantage the poor, and criminal penalties invite legal challenges on procedure due process grounds. Both are bad public health policy for a COVID-19 vaccine because they may stoke distrust without improving uptake. Yet they suggest it. They suggest it. Now, folks, this is New England Journal of Medicine. Why are they even suggesting policy? Did we elect these people? No, we did not. We didn't elect them. It's time the American people took a stand. It really is. And I'm glad to see some of them doing it. Some of you in the chat room, high five to you guys for taking that stand. All right, We'll see about this red flag law thing tomorrow uh, on Sons of Liberty. I'm not guaranteeing it, but that's what we'll try to do. All right, till then, see ya.